0: Imagine a man coming into your life and then stealing not just your wife, but also your kids. Infuriating. You're listening to Opera de Football. Hello and welcome back to Opera de Football. I'm Lax and today's episode is all about Mauro Icardi versus Maxi Lopez. That is this is a wild story. This is a wild story. So, both footballers, Mauro Icardi has probably had the better career, I would say, you know, he's declined heavily in the last few years. Um, but at one point he was an absolute beast at Inter Milan. Uh, he scored 111 goals in 188 games. And at that point he was linked to so many clubs and you kind of thought this guy is going to be one of the top number nines out there, you know, in the, in the, in the, within the, the, the league of Kareem Benzema and, you know, Robert Lewandowski, Harry Kane, you know, he was going to be that breed of strikers. And he was, to be fair, he was going toe to toe with them. Anyway, he then went to PSG. And that's where it began to go downhill. I mean, that was supposed to be the move that really made him. But um, he was already having a few problems at Inter at that point, And he went to PSG and things didn't really go well for him. Um, his record in the early days wasn't too bad. But then it really just halted. And um, he was on the bench a lot after that. Now, there's a question mark there about who's to blame. And we'll be discussing that in the discussion later in this episode. But um, he's declined a lot lately. And he's, he's now in the Turkish League. He's gone to Galatasaray um you know which is it's actually a league that's thriving to be fair i don't am not, not going to criticize that league at all but it's definitely not the top five leagues you know it's not it's nothing like the, the premier league or the bundesliga la liga syria or the french league even you know it's, it's it's going a few levels below to be fair so um yeah that's that's a crazy decline for a for a guy who's very young especially for a number nine i mean he should be in his prime years right now but he's not And uh, the other man, the other player involved in this story is Maxi Lopez. Maxi played for the likes of Barcelona and AC Milan, but he never really made a mark there. And he really ended up at clubs like Chievo, Torino, Udinese. You know, clubs that were in the Serie A that were, you know, sort of towards the bottom half of the table. Um, Not really, never really made his career. Never really... Never really left any any kind of legacy, I would say. Um, sh- he, he, early days, there was some talk about him being a decent player, but it never took off for him. However, it was off the field that the, the drama was happening for these guys. So, Maxi Lopez was married to this Argentinian model called Juan Denaro. And um, they had three sons together. And one of Maxi Lopez's friends was Mauro Icardi. So, you know, he would often come along with them on their vacations and... You know they were just good friends you know they, they, they were good friends and um Nara at the time was maxi lopez's wife however maxi lopez did not know that his wife was having an affair with his mate mario Cardi. so whilst they're going on all these vacations together there was much more beneath all of that and um yeah it's quite sickening really but uh, you got a few for for, for good old uh, Maxi there. But um, yeah, not only was his career dwindling, he was losing his wife to one of his closest mates. Tragic, really tragic. But anyway, so all this happened, and um, there was a classic case of when uh, the the two sides faced Sampdoria and Inter were facing, and, and that was where Maxi Lopez, Maxi Lopez at the time was at Sampdoria. Maxi was not was refusing to shake Maro's hand and um that's what blew this story up and i have to say that's not the first time that that has happened there's another episode coming where a handshake blew up a similar story and um anyway yeah so that's basically what happened Mario Icardi stole Maxi Lopez's wife from right under his nose it's time to discuss this incredible story Simon, cheating with your best friend's wife. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. Definitely.
1: So what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Well, uh, I definitely believe that Icardi kind of went over really beyond what should have happened. I mean,
0: mean, it's it's bad enough cheating, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad enough cheating. It's bad enough taking your mates, your best mates, your best mates or his girl or whatever. Right. That's bad enough. But then the kids,
1: what happened with the kids? well when Icardi actually the whole situation happened and the kids obviously stayed with the mum so with Wanda yeah and with uh, Mauro Icardi of course what happened was that he after a while got a tattoo made on his arm of the kids oh. but not his kids not Mauro Ricardi kids but Maxi Lopez's kids and I think that's a bit too how would you feel about that <laughs> if your best friend right Took away, I mean, took away. There's all a situation there which is pretty big, also because apparently Maxi Lopez was being unfaithful at the same time. Yeah. And, well, uh, it was all sorted out anyways in um, where it was supposed to be sorted out. But at the same time, if someone took away your wife, your best friend went with your wife, hmm. and then he tattooed your kids on your arm, how would you feel about it and what would you do? Honest answer then, mm. Nicole. Murder. Murder. <laughs> That's the only thing I can Murder. think of.
0: I mean, listen, it's bad enough that <laughs> you've taken my girl like, that is bad enough, that's a bad enough story. And what kind of a friend are you, by the way, to do that? But then, for you to get the tattoo of my, of my children on your... that.
1: I'm also going to ask you always, a different question there, though, as well.
0: That's always a low blow, though. That's the worst it thing you is. can do.
1: Going to the children
0: is the worst thing. What, what's your question?
1: My other question would be at this point. Yeah. Have you lost or gained something if your wife was really that that bad? I mean, if your wife goes with your best friend, yeah, I mean it can't it probably also means that maybe the relationship is fucked already for, for, for at the beginning what are your thoughts about that because I think that it doesn't yeah. mean that she really is in love with you but she just might be in love with your name
0: yeah I think after the egotistical fury because mm-hmm. that's what it is is essentially like <laughs> you'd be pissed you'd be so angry irrespective of the fact that yes you've lost a girl that clearly wasn't worth keeping but um, yeah listen at the end of the day if if that's how easy you are then good riddance but yeah i just think the ego and the you know these are footballers by the way you Mm -hmm. know we've got to remember they play on the pitch they've together i mean they played against each other haven't they
1: yeah they have they have yeah
0: and and so you don't really care that you might have lost someone that wasn't worth keeping it's the fact that you've lost someone to your best friend and that's the part but you're right i mean let's be honest i mean it's true you know and and but then what, what does that say about his best friend as well
1: Well, we don't come. Let's put it also this way: we don't come from that same background. So, I'm not saying that that should be that's something that happens all the time in um, well in in football teams or in a particular part of the world. Mm -hmm. However, however, let's put it this way: I mean, even uh, Maradona said at the time that if he had Icardi in the dressing room at his time, he would have probably punched him in the face really hard. There would have been a real. He wouldn't be able to play in any football team because of how he behaved. So yeah. on a um, personal level, I think that, wow, I, I don't know how I, would, how I would personally live the thing of having a, such a player in my football team. even if, you, if So you're if, talking
0: if, about it from a manager's perspective now?
1: Also on a, football, on, on, on a football player's perspective. I mean, imagine, you know, let's pretend for a moment we are both Argentinian internationals, right? And we're going to the World Cup and this guy's coming with us. Yeah. How would you feel in kind of sharing a dressing room with someone who has pretty much cheat um, taken away the wife of your of his best friend and you're in the same dressing room as him is he good is the
0: question is he good because at the end of the day football's oh, no, still football is a game well yeah. he
1: scored over 100 goals with Inter Milan so yeah
0: listen if a player's doing a good job you know you, you would pick him right i mean you would pick him if he's playing well i mean i'm not going to drop him because you know you, this is where it comes you know separating the the art from the artist
1: but <laughs> yeah. does does your craft and does the fact that you're just a great football player justify you being in the team itself? I'm going to make you another example that kind of goes a, 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 in a certain way away from this but yeah. Eric Cantona, World Cup of 98, he wasn't called. Why? Because his personality and his big ego would have been too much of a problem to the team itself. Yeah,
0: but there's not a question of Ricardo's ego here. There's a question of what mm-hmm. he did, it's his actions that are being called into play. So yes, he's cheated on, or he's taken his best friend's... I mean, ethically it's wrong, morally it's wrong. But why should, that, why should I, as a manager or as a teammate, be bothered by that? If he's helping me win games, mm-hmm. do, do, do you
1: know what I mean? Like, it's not ideal. I wouldn't love him. I wouldn't want him to be my, my mate. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I'm just worried about how much the dressing room would actually react to such a player. I mean, he could divide the dressing room in two. There might be the ones that kind of are on his side, but there are also the guys who probably know Maxi Lopez. And yeah. think, I don't want to be in the same dressing room as this, as this sob
0: well Honestly. then i'd say don't be a footballer you know then i'd say stay at home because that's, that's not the mentality of a winner mm. you know you've, you're not all going to be best friends it's like you know when you look at for example one of the most successful teams in recent history is real madrid yeah right Agreed. they had bale uh, ronaldo and benzema up front they weren't friends they said we don't even go for dinner with each other and all that stuff they were there to do a job they did that and then they went home to their respective homes and their respective lives you the know talks. Whereas when you look at Messi Suarez, and Neymar, they were all best buds and, <laughs> and all that, but they only have one Champions League to show for that 2015.
1: So you're saying the football talks
0: Yeah talk I there. mean it's, footballs it's about winning right? Mm-hmm.
1: It's yeah, not, it's it not an
0: ethical game, it's not, it's not Greek society.
1: However in a sense that is also it's also a reason why Cardi hasn't been called that often with the international with the, with the national. Team. Yeah,
0: but that's not because of his football that's not because of his private life though He's not been called because his football abilities dropped. Would you his agree? His private
1: life, though, has pretty much che- conditioned how he how he's been playing the game since uh, since then. I mean, he moved to Paris, to Paris, and he's uh, he's kind of stopped being who he used to be when he was at Inter, a yeah. goal scoring machine.
0: Yeah, he's dropped off. Dramatically. He's dropped off,
1: and apparently, so he's also had a big problem with uh, with his wife again. He has apparently been cheating again. Apparently, been cheating again. What happened this time? Well, looks like... uh, well, looks like Nak. He's been to a point where there's been this big uh, Argentinian model uh, and they've been going out and apparently she's bewitched him. (laughs) She's what? She's bewitched him. What does that mean? I'm just quoting what has been said here. This has
0: nothing to do with me. So (laughs) So who's who's accusing who here? Who's saying that she's apparently a witch?
1: Oh, Wanda. Wanda being Icardi's... Icardi's, yes, Icardi's wife. Now. Right. Yeah. So yeah, she's accused this model of bewitching.
0: Right. And and didn't he delete all his posts of Instagram and everything? When yes. Yes. Happened? He wrote. He wrote
1: a lovely, a lovely, romantic letter also to get Vanda back.
0: Was that on Instagram? You posted that. on Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. 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 This is this is just such a toxic what relationship. What does Vanda have? What
0: does Vanda have? What does Vanda have
1: that brings that that uh. brings out such such? What can we call it?
0: Um, romantic and. You know, there's some women out there that can that have hold over men. You know, we've seen this play out in the courts recently with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, of Ooh. course. You know, why was Johnny in that relationship for so long? Hey, you know, maybe they are just good in the bedroom or something. I don't know. I mean, these are toxic women and they somehow keep hold of their men and destroy them, Simon. So You've not experienced that, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, th- there's been women that I've been addicted to and I know they weren't great women, but... Yeah, you're just like, yeah, well, okay, I'll, I'll still see you for a little while until this gets too toxic. But no, I haven't gone that far. I haven't done anything that crazy. And I haven't mm. dropped off because of a woman. Have you?
1: Right. No, no. no I, I, uh, not that I remember. Uh, not, well, I, okay, okay let, let's face <laughs> it. So in the past, I have kind of had a pretty, um, uh, pretty intense uh, bonjour, <laughs> a situation. Bonjour, bonjour. Oh, bon, monsieur, bonjour, bonjour, <laughs> <seven years. laughs> for, for you guys listening, that's,
0: um, Simon had a French girlfriend. And um, I kind of, I'd probably say that there's a bit of wonder vibes there. Sort of. In a different way, though, without the addictive pussy.
1: It was just toxic, let's put it that way. I'm exposing myself to you guys then. Um, thanks, Nack, for bringing that up. Uh, Sorry, Simon. <laughs> but no, that's definitely, I mean, how would you, how would you get out of that situation? If you, if you were caught cheating, right? Right. And it was clear, how would you try getting out of a situation like that? lie
0: just make up a really good story
1: no How, um, i mean what what really good story comes to your mind for example <laughs> uh, well i would just say i was bewitched that like clearly what he card is in here so he's been right. bewitched. i mean that clearly works I that's mean, already been used you can't <laughs> use that again by the way guys i'm just putting this right now so Naki. he has no idea that question was coming up so <laughs> <laughs> um no I, I
0: i don't know i mean first of all i think i'm a i, I like accountability i would just own right. up to it i'd be like listen just had to be done, wasn't wasn't feeling, things weren't great between us and That's what I like, eh? Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of um, gaslighting there, so it's probably not appropriate. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I, I would just own it, I'd just be like, yeah, I fucked up, you know, and if you want to forgive me, great, and if you don't, see ya. Mm. You know, but I mean, I don't cheat though, so I mean, this is, I mean, if you think I'm being nonchalant, it's because I don't cheat, so I don't really have to worry about these things. Not really funny, Simon. Don't know that. Like it. Um,
1: <laughs> it was just funny the way it came
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe, but it's true. Um, Fine. So yeah, but um, no, just I just think in general though, like these football players, they're so pampered. I mean, we, how often yeah. do
1: we hear cheating stories with footballers? Oh, often. It's the most common the thing, isn't it? I mean, they've, they've, they're, they're talking about actually Argentinian players. Have you heard the story that came out with Eduardo Salvio? No, tell me. <laughs> Eduardo Salvio basically was caught by his wife. Cheating, right? Uh, he was caught in bed with his lover and his wife, um, um, his wife's surname being Aravena, she kind of left the house. And, uh, Salvio, in a raptor's of I don't know what, just um, decided to go down, take the car, and run over his wife. <laughs> he ran,
0: <laughs> he just ran over what? his wife. He ran, o- well, that's not funny really, you shouldn't be attacking women, but what what happens? Happens? <laughs> it's just funny that someone would just Simon, stop laughing. there. <laughs> No, we're not laughing at the situation, we're laughing at just the absurdity of it. But what happened? Like, What happened after that? Was he
1: taken to... Was I, I, was I just he, know that he just fled. I, I, I think he, was scared. he eventually uh, got... He ran over his wife. He just ran over his wife and just fled. Gosh, I think that's the
0: worst story than this story that I told you ages back about um, the Brazilian... I think he's a Brazilian singer or a South American singer. He was having a threesome. He got caught by his actual partner, who was not involved in the threesome, by the way. She chased him down this corridor. It was in a block of apartments. And he jumped off, died. So he literally Ouch. died. He would rather die Ouch. instead of being caught cheating. W- would you? I mean, no! You know? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that woman must have some, she must put the fear of God in him or something. I don't know why what, she. What's in South American blood that makes you do like all this well, Caliente situation? Well, they're very with... passionate, aren't they? They are. They're very passionate and red blooded people. And they that's are. a good thing. Mm-hmm. but I think that's maybe I mean listen I don't we, we can't say the old cheat because the world needs more of that
1: does the world what, need more, more of
0: cheating more, more
1: red-blooded yeah well, I mean <laughs> it, it's the whole packet of things you see you get you get your Maradonas you get your peles but you also get your Ricardis and your salvios
0: yeah true I mean I mean yeah maybe I listen I like passion
1: yeah you know I like
0: fire. Mm-hmm could do without the infidelity and could do without killing yourself jumping off a balcony it's part of a packet you can't get rid of a packet (laughs) (laughs) it's what it all comes in you can't just choose what you get but you know I'm an idealist you are are. (laughs) what can I say but yeah no I don't know maybe there is something in that but listen like you said it translates on their footballing ability I mean how good are the South American teams Mm -hmm. you know I mean it's quite a segue there but look at Argentina and Brazil well Argentina they really they
1: struggle in World Cups don't they who do you think is going to go further in the World Cup? From South America. From South America. And why? It's got to be Brazil, hasn't it, Simon? I disagree. Really? I see Arge- this being almost Argentina's year. I can't see... Not for anything, but I can't see Brazil having a team which you can consider a World Cup winning team, NAC. And that is just because they've got some great players. Mind you, Alisson is a great goalkeeper. They've got a solid defence from uh, Militao to Thiago Silva and everything. Yeah. They've got some good players. However... It's not the Brazil that you would expect to win a World Cup. Just go and look, for example, the 2002 team, the last Brazil team. Yeah, yeah, the World but Cup. I
0: mean, no, there's hardly any team out there right now that you can compare to the 2002 team. That was just different quality. You can't say there's a team out there with a Roberto Carlos, a Rivaldo, Ronaldo, that type of team. And we can't. Re, it's not really fair to compare. I'd say this Brazil to that Brazil, and we're talking about which team in this World Cup is going to be the best mm-hmm. from South America. You know just South America and I think when you, you look at it when you look at the squads that Brazil have compared to Argentina personally just my opinion I think Brazil are stronger just because they've got a good backbone so they've got the skillful mm-hmm. Vinicius Junior Neymars Richarlison who I love he's a Marmite player you either love him or hate him <laughs> but he gives everything he's got for Everton and he's going to move on he's going to do really, really well wherever he's he goes a solid midfield with Casemiro and well. that's what I was coming to like they're not just a fancy team that do funny little things and little skillful Crap. But they actually have got a good backbone there
1: with the Casimiro's, Fabinho's. It, defensively, they're pretty decent. But at the same time, and this is where I'm going to interrupt you for this snack. Yep. Argentina have beaten Brazil in the final of the uh, Copa America.
0: Yeah. Italy and be they, England in the Euros.
1: They have. They doesn't, have indeed. Doesn't mean they're better. By the way, guys, I am Italian, so there we go. That's why half. I'm, not, I'm, I'm three quarters Italian, a quarter English. That's All right. That way, even if the a accent is really kind of matched, I can yeah. go for a more Italian accent if you prefer. There, it's uh, no, it depends. No, Gino de Campo here. <laughs> Gino, Gino. But you know, Argentina have been building for this moment. it's, it's a now or never moment. They've got. Probably the last Messi that can, you know, bring them to that level for at a World Cup mm. at that age. Di Maria is at that level, I think, as well. Because people, all, he's on for- his last
0: legs, isn't he? Yes, and they often
1: forget that Angel Di Maria is the player which has scored in the most important games for Argentina. Not, Argentina often, and he's the forgotten. He's the Robin to Batman, if you want. In that, yeah, he's the unsung hero season. in a way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but then when you compare them like for like, in a way, to Brazil, the Brazilian squad, shall we say. Like, for example, Argentina's mm. goalkeeper. Who is it going to be? Rui?
1: It's not going to be Armani. It's probably going to be uh, Martinez, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, Emiliano Martinez. Yeah, he's, he's decent. He's decent, but he's inconsistent. Rui's Rulli, inconsistent. Mean, Rui's terrible. Good. Champions <laughs> League, horrible. he was horrible in that game. He cost Villarreal that game. He did. Against Liverpool. They were 2-0 open. They should have seen that game through. Anyway, yeah. But, you know, when you look at the squad in general, mm-hmm. do you think that Argentina will be more successful than Brazil in Qatar? I,
1: I, I personally still believe so but that just comes yeah. from the fact that because of their calendar I think Argentina have it easier all the way to the semi-finals where they can potentially if they do everything as they should potentially be, um, play against Spain and that's the game that I think is going to be the hardest to understand who's going to win the um, the, World Cup, the itself. World Cup because Argentina Spain has got itself a really strong team this year
0: yeah i mean i like spain is a i think spain have, the spanish talent actually is underrated at times i mean i mean we know historically spain spain are great but they've not been as good in the last couple of major tournaments mm. but they're they've they have,
1: they've have worked on changing the generation they're coming back a new generation they're coming back is, yeah
0: but yeah no sticking to the the south americans though yeah listen i think argentina are decent but i just like brazil i mean yes they're not 2002 that is but i don't think anyone's going to be 2002 not in this not not right now i mean the closest team with that many of superstars is france maybe um but still i wouldn't say that they're that brazil but i think brazil alone they're pretty decent i think they're pretty decent i'm not i'm not not necessarily saying that they're going to win the world cup i don't think they, they they will i just think they're better than argentina right now but anyway it's up to let, let us know what you think, guys, you know, write in. Tell us your views. You know, are you Team Brazil or Team Argentina? Who do you mm-hmm. think exactly. is better? But um it's nice to see Brazil come back though, isn't it?
1: I think that Brazil, yes, it's good to see them come back. I mean, they have shown on um on a continental level when it comes to South America that they are still there. They are still one of the two top teams. I mean, often we forget that Brazil have been at a top level, even if they've won five World Cups and everything, because in the last editions of the World Cup they've They've underperformed for who we expect Brazil to be. Yeah, Even yeah. people that don't follow soccer, as they call it in the United States, or yeah. football, as mm-hmm. it's called here. We've always been used to kind of seeing Brazil making the final of the World Cup because they've got five World Cups. Yeah. That's it. 2006, they underperformed because Zidane played the World Cup of his career. Yeah. And they've made the film out of that particular game in, uh, <laughs> in itself. Yeah. In South Africa, they just went out to a strong, was it Holland? That they went out to. I don't remember. I think it could have been Holland. Yeah. Um, and then they they um, they obviously had what well, happened in two thousand and fourteen when they lost to Germany. At oh, point. that was a memorable. Seven one. Jesus. Do you think do you
0: think that could ever happen again? A seven one against Brazil. That shone. only
1: only in Brazil. Because the emotional pressure. level they live the pressure as well. It was a game that on an emotional level they couldn't. They couldn't live. You could see Brazilian supporters on 3-0 crying their eyes out and it was only like the 30th minute, 25th minute. Yep. So it's just a question of how you live it on an emotional level. And then 2018, they just went out once again. So yep. we haven't been used to Brazil being so inconsistent at the World Cup. For them to come back, and what we keep forgetting is this World Cup will be played in December, which means yep. teams will all be very, November. very, very, yeah, November yeah. time. Uh, so knack teams in November are much better physically and I
0: am so excited for that like oh by the way there's been so much so many people complaining saying oh we could have been mm. in beer gardens right now in the <laughs> sun watching England draw
1: n- 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 with Iran they are still going to be in beer gardens <laughs> under the under the cold and winter but they're still going to be in beer gardens yeah I'm sure That's they
0: right. are and, and to be honest that'll be a nice vibe but mm. I think it's we should be grateful I think that it's in November like Qatar will be fine the conditions will be it won't, it won't. it'll be warm it'll be hot but it won't be blisteringly terrible where you can't play football um, and the best part is they're going to be in peak condition yeah. because often what we see in the in the World Cups and the Euros is and Copa Americas is that the players are just not themselves.
1: Of course, they've, if played, you, they've played over 60 games in a season. How yeah, can they be and, and that's why
0: often you see the sort of players that are playing for smaller clubs have a great Euros and have a great World Cup totally. and then you never hear of them again. They just perform for that one tournament then you never see them come back and be great at club level. Hi, Hannes Rodriguez, talking to you there. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's made a living from that one tournament. Of course. Yeah, he's course. made a whole career from that. And, um, you know, that for me tells me that this World Cup should be one of the best World Cups out there. Right. So let's get back onto the wonder and just the cheating in general, right? Wasn't there a story about this Fitbit thing?
1: Was that a South American related? No, I think that was more of a, of a rapper or a, or a singer. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But some. But his. It sounds his really girlfriend, like His girlfriend found out that he was cheating. Yeah. Because she found out that his Fitbit started doing a pretty high intense activity at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, I mean, what a way to get caught! <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he wasn't. He, he wasn't, you know, going to the gym because he needed a jog or he needed to do something. But. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, his heartbeat all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, there's many eating.
0: excuses, right? You could come with many excuses, like, oh, you know, I was in the toilet and
1: something happened. I, don't, I I I know I, that wouldn't be, even be believable to myself for some reason.
0: Simon, things happen in the toilet, man. They
1: do. They do. What what things happen in the toilet? <laughs> no, now? We
0: don't need to go into specifics, but you know.
1: No, no, we started this thing. What what things do happen uh, in the things toilet? Things happen. Now?
0: Things happen, Simon. Things happen. Uh, Listen, things happen. I get yeah, like I said, I think the best one would be I went for a jog at 4:30. The treadmill. I was on the treadmill at 4:30 in the morning.
1: I think we can ask we can we can ask everyone about what would you do if you were caught? What would you excuse me? What yeah. would you excuse me yeah. if your Fitbit goes off? like mad at 4.30 in the morning. I think that would be, it would be interesting
0: to find out these... That, that sounds like a classic way though, a footballer would get caught because they're always yeah. being tracked aren't they, you know, for their health and stuff and the, the medicals and all that stuff, like the doctors are always tracking them nowadays, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I think that's a, it's a good way to keep keep track of your partner actually, you know, so if there's any women listening as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and men, you know, everyone cheats, let's be honest. And we are, well, yeah, well, as in men and women. Yeah, they not, not necessarily everyone is in everyone. <laughs> But um yeah, you know. So it's, it's a good way to monitor but let's let's go back to the, what we were talking about with Wanda and Maro, right? Yes. Simon. What do you think then? Hmm. Do you think that Maro's career cuz it's basically non-existent now. I mean, you still that PSG technically being linked away, but what do you what do you think like do, do you think that his career's been ruined because of his partner or do you think it's just because
1: of him? I think his personal life has had a very strong influence on his game. Yeah. I think that. And I think that also it depends on how where you end up. I mean, if you have that life and I'm not saying that cannot happen. There was this very big football player in the in the in the 70s in Italy called uh, Luigi Riva, Gigi Riva, right. and he had a, it was a scandal, a big scandal at the time because he had a relationship with a married woman. But he was in Cagliari. Yeah. And he was protected by the whole people in um, in Sardinia because of who he was. And he was also, he, to this day, he's the top scorer of Italy right. of all time. Hold and on. he was in a relationship with a, married, uh, with a married woman, and it was a big scandal in a very Italian background in the 70s. So yeah. I think it also depends on where you can find your um, your centre, where you can find your your uh, balance. Hmm. And I think that Mauro had some balance in Milan. He completely lost his balance when he went to Paris.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even at the, even in Milan, he had his problems with his partner. Then, you Mm -hmm. know, there was there was some problems, and that's what led to him having problems within the within the squad. The players, he fell out with the players. He fell out with the fans. The fans don't like him. They
1: they don't like him as well in Inter Milan, of course. That's what I'm talking
0: about, Inter Milan. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and and in general, like I think if he if he did not if he I think a partner does make or break your life. I think there's a big. They do play a big part, and I think uh, I think anyone, any, whether you're a man or a woman, and whether you date a man or a woman. But the moment you date someone and you're serious, mm-hmm. that person influences your life, whether you want to think, believe it or not. And it's either going to go one way or the other. It's either going to be positive or negative. I completely agree. And when it goes negative, it goes negative.
1: On, on like a, it has on a career side of football. Or any career, right? Let's yeah, on any like, career, like, that's for that, sure. I'm that, talking that, about Mauro, Madicavie, yeah. in 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 the specific, that's a. I think that's a great example of someone, who, unfortunately for for him, has, has really played a downfall in his his football career. Yeah. I don't know whether he's going to improve if he moves away from Paris, but right now. I but think he's
0: still going to be with the same part.
1: It, yeah, that, that's always going to be the problem, isn't it? Really. Indeed. And. Um, and she's also his agent, by the way. Yeah, and I mean that is just. How would just, you deal with that? Uh, with uh, I mean, <sighs> if she doesn't want to. If she doesn't want to sign you to a to a good team, how would you convince her to kind of be a bit more flexible? You can.
0: How do you argue with your spouse? <laughs> I mean, I think most men know it's hard enough arguing with your missus as it is. Mm. Let alone if she's your agent. You listen to what she's saying. You go where she's taking you, and that's it. You're a dog in a leash. <laughs> you don't. You just. And, yeah. and this is why you don't make your partner your agent, as in my opinion. Like you know, what I can't imagine he has any control. I mean, if Wanda wants to move to London because Harrods. Mm-hmm. He's going to London, he's going to Fulham, he's going to Chelsea, he's going why, wherever. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Fulham I mean, I, looks I, like a good be, place I, for I, I take Maru him right at Fulham, to, to be honest. I mean, why not? Listen. Preston Ma- Carnot,
1: you listen to this, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> take it. I mean, Mauro is still a good player. He is. You know, the ability is not going to disappear overnight. He's, he's clearly out of it right now. He's had a weird season and not for. He's out of form. He's, a, he's, a, he's Not a, for footballing reasons yeah. as well. Like, he's, he's had his issues off the field, obviously. And if he can curb those. What's to say he can't come back? I mean, listen, he's what? how old is he? 29, 30?
1: 29. Like he's, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, he's had some great holidays. Have you seen his holidays in Namibia? No. We're all over- oh, he's had some I, great time. I there. don't follow
0: footballers on social media. So he's media. probably very relaxed right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I mean, listen, they all look fairly relaxed, to be fair. Um, I don't follow any footballs on social media, but you do hear the stories through the press and you're like, you know, seeing what Jack Grealish is doing and whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, he also went, by the way, let's, uh, let's keep on that. He also went on holiday without his kids. So that's a question for you. Would you go on holiday <laughs> with your wife just leaving your kids at home?
0: Well, which kids are these? Are these his kids or Maxi Lopez's
1: kids? it's they're all kids. <laughs> Every kid. it's, hard to keep, it's hard to keep track. Um, would I go on holiday without my kids? I mean, just leaving them at home, telling them, mum and dad need some time yeah, but to play. How old are these kids? Who am I leaving them with? I, I'm not sure. They're what, eight, <laughs> seven? I mean, they, eight,
0: they, seven, and leave them alone.
1: They've probably got a nanny or, oh, right. or, or yeah. grandparents. Would or... I
0: leave them with a nanny?
1: Um, I'd leave them with my parents. Hmm. I don't feel bad not about
0: really, I'm not really a fan of nannies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Would I feel bad about it? What? Because I want two weeks away without the kids. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they are of... your
1: kids, in a sense. I mean, don't yeah, people, like, but I'll see
0: them in two weeks, won't I? Indeed, yeah. So that's all right then. But maybe if you need to. I'm not a dad, by the way, which is why I probably can't relate to this. If, if anyone's thinking, how dare he say this? But um, no, I would, I would leave them at home. I think. I mean, we can, we can go to Disneyland at some point. Not right now, though. Need my, right. t- need my two weeks. What about you?
1: <laughs> you seem, you don't seem to agree with me. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, maybe. I'm a very old style, old fashioned person. But I, I'm not sure about leaving my. For two pretend- weeks. For let's two weeks pretend with ret- your parents, but let's pretend they go to boarding school for a moment, okay? Jesus, right? Okay, they already don't need to see their parents, and I think that's very that's very hard on a kid who's eight and seven. If yeah. they always, in- if instead they're always with their parents, yeah. But obviously, mum and dad go away for two weeks. <laughs>
0: I think that's 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 <laughs> bad enough. My on, kids, on my kids are not going to boarding school. First of all, that's, that's they're, not, a- they're never going to boarding school.
1: I don't want them in that dodgy. Nicole's environment. next wife you're listening to this as well. You know that he's just said that. So yeah,
0: well, I, if I, you decide
1: to send your to send your kids to Switzerland, he said no.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, first of all, like I think a lot of people listening to this don't really associate themselves with boarding school or related boarding <laughs> schools. How <laughs> we <laughs> But I like it. I like it. So it's, a, it's a fair question, but look, if my kids are at boarding school, right. let's say I lose my mind and I let them go to boarding school. Um, yes, maybe I might. I would then take them away, yeah. <laughs> but this is a random thing. But I like it. Um, but no, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. like. There's nothing wrong with having a break from your kids. You spend all day of every day of the year with your kids. There's nothing mm. wrong with having a two-week break. And listen, I'm sure they're happy to get rid of you as well. Let's let's be real. You know, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure your kids could do with a break from mummy and daddy being
1: all nag but nag. If I'm nag. i thirteen or fourteen, that's for sure. Eight nine, I mean. Eight
0: nine, yeah. You want to chill with your grandparents.
1: Yeah, that, that, that can definitely happen. I yes,
0: it can. Okay,
1: we're on the same page <laughs> there. <though.
0: laughs> great. All right, Simon. Well, it's been a great episode.
1: It's been a fantastic episode.
0: Talking been. about Wanda and Maru. I mean, if anyone's listening, all I would say is pick your partners wisely. Indeed. You know, pick your partners very, very wisely. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Opera de Football. I hope you enjoyed your listen. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe. You can drop us an email. The email is in the description. And until next time, goodbye. Au revoir. Ciao.